The Old Pre-Meds Podcast, session number 199. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, and I want to thank you for taking some time to be here today. If you did not know, this is the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, which I just said, but we take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med form over at premedforms.com. If you haven't gone over there, registered for an account, and asked a question, and if you have one, go do so now. I want to announce a couple places that I'm going to be. Hopefully, I can meet you in those places. I know I don't talk a lot of shop on this specific podcast. I get right into the Q&A. And uh, I, I want to actually plug the pre-med years. If you listen to old pre-meds podcasts, but not the pre-med years, you're missing out on a ton. And if you listen to this podcast, but not the MCAT podcast or the MCAT cars podcast or ask Dr. Gray, or you follow my, my YouTube channel, which is now up and running and growing with different series like Ask Dr. Gray and my my normal Monday videos and application renovation, which has been a huge hit, go check out the YouTube channel at premed.tv. But some places I am going. So as this is releasing October 9th, 2019, I will be at the UC Davis conference a week from now at the annual UC Davis pre-health conference. And that this year is October 19th. If you have not gone to, that, gone to that conference and you can make it, it is an amazing conference with like 4,000 plus students. Not all pre-med, there's pre-health in general. So pre-dental, pre-vet, pre-whatever, right? It's everybody. But I'll have a booth there. I will be doing a meetup that night. I will be speaking. I'll be doing a live podcast. So it'll be a huge time and I hope to meet you there. I'll also be in Florida speaking at the University of Florida's pre-med AMSA conference on November 13th. I will likely try to do a meetup that night as well after the talk at the, at the pre-med conference or the pre-med meeting. And then in Chicago, the following week on November 18th, which is a Monday, I'll be doing a meetup in Chicago. And then the following week, <laughs> I'm traveling a lot in November and October, the following week, I'll be at AMSA's Pre-Med Fest conference in College Station, Texas A&M. They're hosting AMSA Pre-Med Fest this year. It's historically been at USF in Tampa. So I'm excited to get to a new campus, meet new people, and have some fun Texas-sized enjoyment as far as my speaking engagements. I think I'm speaking twice that day, both the same the same topic, but historically, when I speak, uh, I, I'm blessed the room is usually packed. And so this year, they're like, let's do two sessions for you so that everybody can can fit and hear you. So I'll be speaking there. I'll likely be doing a live podcast there as well. I'll also have a table. You can come and meet me, say hello, and we'll definitely be doing a meetup after the conference that night as well. So if you are not in the Hangout, which I recommend you join at premedhangout.com, that's where I post a lot of the signups for these meetups. So go join the Hangout again, premedhangout.com. And uh, yeah, I look forward to meeting you at one of those locations. 
Let's get into our discussion today, which is all about tattoos and piercings and much more on the interviews. Our student today says, hello, all. I was wondering if anyone out there has any experience with or advice for interviewing at med schools with tattoos or body modification. Having never personally encountered or seen an inked up physician, I'm wondering how accepting the medical community is of body art. As a former hairdresser and horse trainer, my previous careers were more open to tattoos and piercings than most. I have a fair amount of art, including two half sleeves from the elbow to wrist, a chest piece covering my sternum and collarbones, and pieces on the tops of my feet. No face, neck, or hand tattoos. None of my tattoos are offensive. They include things like flowers, horses, an owl, etc. I also have pretty large stretched earlobes with one-inch gauges. I can fully cover all of my tattoos by wearing a long sleeve collared blouse and trousers with boots. Being a female with long hair, I can also hide my stretched ears. On one hand, I know that covering up is probably playing it safe, but on the other hand, I've always been one to pride myself on breaking stereotypes around tattoos and piercings, and having body art is one of the many ways I identify as non-traditional. Would it be worthwhile to talk about this or at least not totally hide everything, or should I play it safe and cover up? I'm especially torn about this after having several people comment that I, quote, need to repair my earlobes if I want to be a physician or have a, quote, real career. Thank you for taking the time to read this, and any feedback is greatly appreciated. Best of luck to you all in your own unique journey. All right, so great question. So I know plenty of tattooed physicians. I am one of them. I have three tattoos. Most of them are hidden by scrubs. I do have one on the inside of my right bicep, so a short sleeve scrub um, top would, uh, would still show that tattoo. And I never got any sort of negative feedback from it. I had it all through medical school and, and practicing. It was not a problem. Now, being in medical school is different than getting into medical school. And this is where I typically recommend students play it safe. You don't know who's interviewing you. And you just don't want to allow any sort of negative bias to enter into their subconscious. Where they see someone with stretched earlobes and all they think about are your stretched earlobes and they don't really get the opportunity to learn who you are. So from that perspective, it is almost always recommended to play it safe and be conservative. Yes, you're not being authentic to yourself. Yes, it's you're not telling your own story and and for for me where my message to you is always be authentic and tell your story and and uh, don't worry about what other people think. This is one area where I'm like, uh, play it, play it safe, right? It's easy enough to put on a jacket, right? It's not like you're going and getting the tattoos removed. Just put on long sleeves, wear your hair down, and and just go from there. Wear your hair down if if your hair is blowing around or if you brush your hair back and somebody sees that your earlobes are stretched. Oh well right? That it is what it is. If you're, if you like stretch your arm out and your sleeve, uh, your, your literal sleeve, um, gets pulled up your arm and they can see your half sleeve of tattoos on your arm. Oh, well, right. It might be a great conversation starter. It might go, who, what's that? Who is this person? You don't know. 
but it's one of those things where you you just don't need to add it into the mix of everything else that is going on on interview day to just play it safe, cover it up. You can talk about it if it comes up. You can show people things if it comes up, but just cover it up until you know your audience and can move forward from there. But as far as once you're out practicing, once you're in medical school, then a lot of that comes down to the actual school's policies, right? What is there in their student code of conduct handbook or whatever they're calling them these days? What does the school expect in terms of hair color, in terms of tattoos, in terms of stretched earlobes? It's going to be up to the individual schools and what their policies are to determine what you can or can't do in terms of showing tattoos or showing your stretched earlobes. So that's just one thing to keep in mind. Once you're in medical school, you still may need to to play it safe depending on the school. And obviously, if you want to try to tackle that, go right ahead. If a, if a school says, hey, no stretched earlobes, and you're like, but that's who I am. You accepted me. You can You can fight that if you want. Uh, if you want to play that game. So uh, good luck to you. Again, I have three tattoos. Uh, One of them is visible usually when I'm wearing short sleeves. So it's not a huge deal. Again, depending on the school, but play it safe for your interviews. If you have a question you want answered here on the old pre-meds podcast, go to premedforms.com. Register for an account. If you don't already have one, say hello and ask your question. If you haven't checked out premed.tv yet, go do that. Applicationrenovation.com is our hit series on there. We've done six episodes for season one. We are gathering people for season two or our second batch or whatever we want to call it for application renovation. So if you have applied and haven't gotten in, shoot me an email or just go to applicationrenovation.com slash apply to learn more about being on application renovation and having your application reviewed. If you like that thought, go to the Pre-Med Years episode this week where I talk all about how I look at applications. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time here on the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. This is MedEd Media.